episode 190 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how you doing today man it's all right i am no longer being mentally beaten down by the existence of alolan vulpixes so <laughs> life life is tough for everybody right now right yeah 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 I actually picked up the expansion and then started playing through, or both the expansions, I guess, technically. Started playing through Isle of Armor right now, but... Yeah, you've kind of had a slacker on it, though. You haven't beaten it yet. No, because I'm just, like, leveling up my Google Bobbler or whatever. I, like... I mean, I was going to say, I'm like, you know how I play games like Pokemon? I play them exactly like Pokemon. Um, <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm just... I've been filling up my decks and stuff like that, so... Yeah. You're gonna, you, you know, you'll you'll go through about it in your own means. It's like obviously, you have no actual rush to finish it because why would you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I wanted to finish, I probably have ground it out by now, right? Yeah, like because I mean, you just have to beat those one of the towers, right? Uh, there's a little bit more beyond that, but close. Not a ton. No, it's like you you beat one of the towers, and then there's like a tournament you have to fight in, and okay. all that fun BS. So. If I get my team, I'm okay. Yeah, you do. Okay, well, I'll just stomp everybody. Probably not, because I'm awful, but I will try. <laughs> I mean, if it's really hard to lose to level 70s when you're level 100. Yeah, right. Level 100 with actually good stats and abilities. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've been I've been enjoying it so far, though, running around. I, had, I was playing it on the couch, uh, you know, on the TV and everything and stuff, and... Uh, my wife and son are trying to help me find diglets. <laughs> so, I highly recommend looking up a guide. I, yeah, some I'm, some I'm of them going are to. hard. Yeah, I'm going to probably for for those. There's like that uh, the one like I think I'm down to like two in the main field area, like right. that right in front of the dojo. Yeah. Uh, and then there's that like little island with like a bunch of like petals on it, kind of you know. Yep, the the Honeycomb Island. Or yeah, whatever. Honeycomb Island. River. I got all those ones myself. Yeah, those, uh, ones, those ones were bad. So It took me a while because I was like, I wonder where this last one is and stuff. And then it, there are like three right in that center ring. Yep. Which is dumb. <laughs> but They're all friends. They're making their own Doug Trio. Just right. chilling together. Looking for kidneys. Which then, funny enough, I did get an Alolan Doug Trio in a Wonder Trade. A, a shiny Alolan Doug Trio. <laughs> it, it was very much not legitimate. I was like, did it come with the free Master Ball? It, it did. <laughs> I didn't have to get upset about that. <laughs> but Man, I'm still tilted by my my the Wonder Traded Urshifu that I got. Because oh, yeah. everything about it implies that it's not fake, but there's no way it isn't. Right. There's no way. <laughs> Like, no one wonder trades a level 100, you know, hyper-trained... I think it even got a mint. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's adamant now, but it wasn't adamant, adamant originally. Mm -hmm. And, like, everyone did all these things. Like, I know for a fact you can hack the Pokemon to have these. Like, they, yeah. take, they take work, but you can make it look leg legitimate like this if you wanted to. Yeah, and you're just like, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I, I have... You know, since I have both games, I have one of each Urshifu. I literally don't need it. Yeah, right. It's still just, like, mildly annoying that it's like, man... 
Man. I wouldn't use you for anything, but I wish I could. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I don't know. It's it's a good time so far. I am. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't go and buy the expansions because I was kind of like you know burned out on Pokemon for a while. And I'm like, I don't really want to like go through and do stuff like that. You know, it's like it's like I just load up my team and I go and kick things in the nuts until it dies, and then it's like. Hey. But um, uh, it's actually turned out to be way more fun than I uh, expected it to be. Maybe some of it is because I took a really long break from Pokemon. Yeah, a lot of people poo-pooed on the expansion, on specifically the Isle of Armor when it first came out. Like mm-hmm. they they were complaining that it was too like it was too short. Like you know mm-hmm. there wasn't enough to do in it. They were complaining about like you know you know obviously the whole Nat Dexers are complaining about how they didn't put all the Pokemon back in the game and yada yada yada. Oh yeah. And like there was a lot of people who were complaining about it, but like I actually think I enjoyed the Isle of Armor more than the Crown Tundra. That could be because, you know, I really didn't stop playing. So when Crown Tundra came out, I'd still been playing Pokemon for a lot up until that point. Mm-hmm. And also the Crown Tundra revolves entirely around legendary Pokemon. Yeah. And I've always been of the opinion that Pokemon is better when it isn't completely revolving around legendary Pokemon. I I think we both share that opinion and I'm probably have I probably share that opinion or have that opinion stronger than you do. Probably, yeah. yeah like but... one of the main you know, I've always considered playing on ladder. One of the big reasons why I don't play on ladder like currently is the fact that every team has like three legendaries on it. Hmm. And they're not like stupidly powerful legendaries, right? Like the box legendaries are still banned. You can't play them, you know. Yeah. There's there's you can't play like uh Calyrex crowned or whatever the hell they call him like the the combined form because he's not legal like there's a lot of not legal legendaries it's just like it's the more reasonable ones but it's the fact that like there's still just a million legendaries all over the place yeah and it's just not as interesting as a result you know I mean like I, I feel like we you know it's fun it's fun having to work with the limitations that you kind of have set yeah you know like figuring out the things with that so like when you when it's just like oh here's this thing that you have to run it's like well sweet i guess you know and like obviously i'm not completely against legendaries like my current team actually has a mythical mythical pokemon on it because it was a it was uh it was the zero aura that was gifted to everyone for mystery gifts once you Hmm. did a one a certain number of dynamax raids had to be done oh okay everyone who used the code got a free shiny zero aura and it was you know like it's really cool and it's a really aggressive fast pokemon which suits my play style anyways so it's like yeah. well i don't currently have an electrical pokemon on my team i'm just gonna run you so mm-hmm. might as well right yeah but yeah there's a lot of uh I, d- I don't like the fact that you know right now every competitive team is either running one of the two horses that from the Karam Tundra, and you see Reggie Lecky all over the place, and now the the Incarnates are running around like Landorus and all them, and it's just like Blech. meh. Like meh. they're not unbeatable. Like obviously, I just don't want to. I don't. I don't care enough to find out how. So I'm just not even going to try. <laughs> I'll just stick to challenging my brother for random <laughs> Pokemon battles. Just a stomp on his neck. I don't hey, I'll, I'll be in I'll be in a spot where I can do things pretty soon. Although I don't know as much theory as probably you or him. So his 
you're probably about equal to him on theory. Yeah, I don't think I think I think that is a very gracious assessment. I really don't know anything. I think it about... is gracious, but I think you hear me talking about stupid random shit enough that some of it would have seeped into your mind. I don't really know any of the setups or anything for most of it and stuff, so I'm just like, I mean, I still am just like, type advantage and pew pew pew, so. That's fair. Like, setting up and stuff like that, what's that? Yeah. Why would like, you I still know? haven't, like, broken through that wall completely. Yeah, why would you ever use a move that isn't doesn't deal damage to your opponent? That makes no right? sense. Yeah, it's just like, why, why would I waste my time? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over there, like, using Surf on my own Pokemon to get a massive speed and damage boost. That was just, that was, that had to be more cute than good. No, that, 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 that combination of attacks literally won the most recent world's equivalent in Pokemon. Jeez. I shit you not. Come on. Uh. Here's the thing, plus six speed is a lot of speed. I get it, but it's like, that's just... Get out of here! Like you need to, the th the thing about Pokemon is you kind of need to realize that the stupid human tricks that would that you would consider for normal yeah. other games are literally what the game revolves around. Yeah, like you know, like uh, obviously it's n not quite the same with um, uh, speedrunning and all that, but like there's a reason why the the most recent speed run from AGDQ they did, Pokemon Platinum. They're like, yeah, so this is our Empoleon. We're going to give it choice specs. We're going to give it Surf. And we're going to steamroll the world. Just do that, huh? Right. It's like, this is what we're going to do. Just just choice lock it on Surf. Yeah, just choice lock it on Surf. It doesn't matter. It'll two-shot everything. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and, and, like, that's, like, a common 1v1 thing. But, you know, even when it comes to, like, double battles like there's a lot more that goes into double battles that's it's really interesting to watch and i think a lot of this like because there's just a lot of random things you can do that you're like i would never do this if i was playing through the game mm -hmm. like in the normal environment you know like uh building around like a weather yeah weather came out in gen 2 Oh yeah, you know, like it was a thing. Um, it wasn't as good because I don't. No. There was no abilities on Pokemon that would cause it to trigger and all that. But like you mm -hmm. could still do that, you yeah. know. Like and once like abilities came out, it's like oh, you can build a sand team. It's like oh, what's why is it why is it a sand team? It's like well, in sand, all these Pokemon do something extra, and it's like oh, yeah. like synergy and shit. Yeah. Maybe um, that's why it's all beyond me. But... The concept of synergy just doesn't yeah. work in your mind. Apparently. Like I'm, uh, I I think I feel like the the weather and stuff is something that's like really heavy in Sword and Shield too. So, uh, like just in the game in general. I mean, there like there is there is one entire gym that revolves around teaching you about weather. So, yeah. and the and the fact that uh, when you're out in the wild, like yep. just walking, actual just weather like, is going on. You know. Yeah, like I, I've experienced it more in this game than any of the other ones I've played. Oh yeah. Because, I mean, what? Like, there's a few Pokemon games that it's like, oh, this place happens to be a desert, so there's a sandstorm yeah. going on. And they're like, like, there's, like, one thing there, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, just, like, a weird, like, pseudo gimmick going on, right? As to where, mm -hmm. I think, actually, even in, in Platinum, there's even, like, the the foggy place that, like, makes all of your moves get 20% uh, less accuracy. Jeez. 
Like that sounds just, that sounds fun and exciting. And that's just like a normal thing that's part of playing the game. Yeah. And there's like forced trainer battles in there you have to deal with and shit. That's awful. It's like that kind of stuff is just like, alright, this is clearly gimmicky. Why does it exist? But Yeah, that just sounds not fun. But like having to go through like a sandstorm area is like somewhat entertaining. Mm-hmm. And like I know the area with like the hail happening or whatever the uh, was interesting because of the extra damage and stuff you'd take and all that. I never thought I would hate hail until I started trying to catch Pokemon. Exactly right, because you'd be like, "Sweet, uh, you know, false swipe them all the way down, and then it's like hail, they die." Yeah, it's like why, why, like this why? is this is why every Galade knows Rain Dance <laughs> to keep this BS from happening. How <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that on mine. Uh, well, you should. It helps. <laughs> yeah, I've I've rain danced, I've rain danced to uh, catch legendaries before because I didn't want to faint them. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you uh, recommend? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you kind of had a, a Pokemon tangential thing on your like a like a thought more than anything, right? Well, kind of. So, um, so this this more ties in. This isn't just um, Pokemon. It's more just like mm-hmm. gaming in general, right? Yeah. Where uh, the the desire of people to try and show off their bling, as it were, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sh- <laughs> well, as the 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 lyrics you started singing when I talked about it, wanna be a baller. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I forgot I did that. Yeah. People people want to show that they're awesome. So like shiny Pokemon matter in Pokemon for some reason. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter if they're shiny as ugly as Sin. And there yep. are some ugly shinies. Anyone, There's some awful shinies. Anyone who willingly runs a shiny champ is doing it wrong. <laughs> I need to look this up now. It is Vomit green. I was gonna say, I'm like, it has to be green because so many shinies are that awful green color. So like, oh yeah, that is awful. I enjoy the Incredible Hulk vibes from it, <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's as far as it goes. It's mm-hmm. bad. Um, his Gigantamax form shiny is slightly better because it's like in shadow and hard to see and shit. Because you can't see it. <laughs> I mean, you can you can no, I'm just, I'm just joking. very it's well, just... right? Yeah, but it's like he just looks bad, you know. But like you see it all the time, where everyone's like, "Oh my god, check out my shiny!" It's like that's a shitty shiny. Shitty shiny, say that five times fast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's also super popular for people to try and show off their shiny legendaries mm-hmm. because they want to, you know, like show off the fact they have a shiny legendary, completely ignoring the fact that literally some of them are shiny locks and are incapable of being shiny. Uh, this is a it's a super common thing to see right now in for <laughs> the uh, Galarian legendary bird trio. Oh yeah, they're shiny locked. They cannot be shiny, but mm-hmm. their shiny gives them the same coloration as their original trio, and they look oh, really cool. Huh. You know, so like I really like the callback. Not possible to get shiny, but but you can't get them. You literally can't get them. So anytime you've ever seen someone with one, it's hacked. Yeah, 
You know, and it's another it's another one you see with uh, Volcarona actually, or is it Volcarona? Volcaria? It's a mythic. It's a water fire mythic, and it looks like it's a. Volcarona is a bug Pokemon. Yeah, it's. I think it's Volcanion. Yeah, 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 it is. And he looks cool. His shiny makes him yellow, and it's ugly as shit. Just, I don't know, man. I'm not a fan of his shiny. He makes him look like a looks makes gold him look like a Egyptian bus. thing. Like a school bus. Normal Volcanian. Beep beep. I'm a chief. Looks like a fire truck. The other one looks like a school bus. All right. All right. It looks better in um, older gens than it does in Sword and Shield. It's much less gold, much more yellow in Sword and Shield. All right, so this was given out in two separate codes ever. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them could ever be shiny. Yeah. So this one also, like, and I see this one all the time when I'm doing raids with people. In shiny. Where, like, they'll bring this in, like, they'll bring their shiny. I go, like, oh, look, a hacked Pokemon. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, there are certain people who go out of their way to actively shiny hunt for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And... I get it. That's how they want to collect their Pokédex. Sure, you be, do you, right? Yeah. But it's always it's like it's a big topic amongst, uh, or it's, it's a big thing that people like to talk about. Um, or it's been referenced rather, where it's like when you you go into a Pokémon battle online and you go across from your opponent, you both throw out your Pokémon, and their entire team is shiny. <laughs> and the question is, what do you think? Are you like, oh man, my like? Are you like, man, my opponent's really into this game, and they went through the time to like get you know shiny versions of all of these like really good Pokemon that they want to use? Do you think, oh, my opponent's a shiny hunter? They probably weren't able to get the Pokemon as good as they needed to be because getting it in shiny, like you, you can't just catch it in the wild shiny and have it necessarily yeah. have all the abilities, right? Sometimes you have mm-hmm. to breeding, so you have to breed. Yeah, you have to breed it for shiny, and that, that takes, that's a whole other set of math. <laughs> yeah. Or are you just like, oh, my opponent hacked their entire team? I mean, instantly I'd be like, oh, my opponent hacked their entire team. Yeah. Like, that's, that's immediately where my mind would automatically go. It's like, oh, yeah, their entire team ha- team's hacked. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's sure. my, like, whenever I see somebody with a shiny, honestly, if it's like, anything almost i'm just like oh look somebody hacked the team (laughs) it's basically what i think like i think i uh like i've seen like shiny mewtwo's i think when i was in one of them Mm -hmm. and i'm just like yeah you i'm sure you hacked that even though it's possible to get it it is possible to get it it's just so unlikely it's so time consuming to get a shiny legendary of any kind right yeah yeah it's just like like I've watched people yeah. do streams of shiny hunting legendaries. And it is I, exhilarating, I'm I, sure. I don't know how they ever have the patience for it. Like the endorphin high they must get from seeing like a shiny Giratina must be so freaking high. <laughs> just dump it. <laughs> just to counteract the absurd depressive state you must go into when you do your two thousands reset. Right. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some people are able to just reset over and over and over again. They can. But, like, imagine the depression with, like, how people 
get with things. And, like, I've seen speedrunners do this, where it's, like, you're, like, you know, basically get into the battle reset, get into the battle reset, right? Yep. Like, that's shiny hunting, right? Yep. That's, you, you see the Pokemon comes out, and you reset. Yep. Pokemon, and just imagine it's, like, you're, you're like, doing that in the, in the you know, 2,974th time. You go into the battle at shiny, and you reset. I've seen that happen. Oh, man. Right? Like... <laughs> Like it, it was a clip going around a few years ago on YouTube, I think, where yeah. like some some girl she was she had four different uh, GBAs going, shiny hunting mm-hmm. a specific legendary, and yep. the Pokemon popped up and she reset and then she realized it right after. She's like, oh, and she's freaked out. Oh yeah, she, she just reset on you know a, like one in a thousand shiny. Uh huh. You know, the whole thing she'd been working for, because like, you, you, you just get yep. into the habit. You're just like, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Like, and I've seen uh, I've seen vid- vid- uh, videos of um, uh, speedrunners doing that, uh, where they're like, they'll be working on this trick that's like super, super uncommon. Mm-hmm. And their muscle memory gets to the point where they just like pause and restart. Yeah. And like, they'll get the trick and then instantly pause and restart. And they're like, no! <laughs> like... And it'll be one of those things where it's like, like, they, like if they would have just gone, they would have had the world record, like yep. instantly, kind of thing, you know. And it's like I know for a fact I've mm-hmm. I've actually I don't remember what games I was playing, but I, I distinctly mm-hmm. recall playing games where I'm like yeah. doing that on like my old Game Boy, where it's like I'm doing something, I'm like la di da di da, I'm farming something, yep. and then you just you're like. You get what you want, and then you accidentally reset it because you're just like shit. Yeah, and then that was then you cry. That was what I was trying to do, and that's exactly what. You know, it's like, well, it's another ten minutes wasted because muscle yeah. memory of having to do something. Yep. Yeah, and that's like one of the um, for for speedrunning. One of the things that's been that's recommended is uh, when you're doing when you're attempting a trick like that is to wait. Like if you fail. Spend the time and, and and teach yourself to wait like a full second or more before resetting. Yeah, just uh, just so you don't fail, or just so you don't succeed and think you failed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it's eh, interesting. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I I mean, I've enjoyed shinies in Pokemon too, but I haven't got that many. Uh, I've caught only a couple, like, legit shinies myself. Uh, none of them have been really good. Outside of Sword and Shield, I have mm-hmm. literally never caught a shiny except for one. <laughs> and it was in Crystal. Gen 2. Sorry. No, it was in Gen 2, and it wasn't the Gyarados. Uh-huh. I, I'm not, not counting. I'm not counting Gyarados. Yeah. For all yeah, these I know. people who say that Gyarados isn't a true shiny, it's just a forced. It's a. It was. It's only red because it was forced evolution. Go to hell! It's a freaking shiny Gyarados. It's still a shiny. Here's the deal: if you catch it that way, or if you catch it any other way as a shiny, that's what it's going to be. Do you want to know what my single? Actually, now that I think about it, I've actually encountered two shinies in Gen Two. Oh. But do you... I, I caught one and I hatched the other. Funny enough. Cool. I never realized. I didn't think about it. I actually, went... I hatched a shiny Cleffa. Oh, I never, I never even thought about the fact that it was shiny, but, huh. or I forgot about the fact that it was shiny. But uh, do you know what my single caught shiny Pokemon was? 
Hmm. Magic Carp. No crap. No shit. Like that is depressing and amazing all at the same time. Right? Like how it's like how I, I have no reason to evolve you. You'll just turn into one something I literally already have. <laughs> they look really cool. They're gold. Like Oh really? Shiny Magikarp is gold. It's actually really sweet. I gotta look, I'm gonna look it up on Bulbapedia right now. But... Oh yeah, that is dope actually. Yeah, like I really, really like Shiny Magikarp. Like he looks cool, but my god. Yeah. Like what are you gonna do with that, right? Evolve it into a Gyarados <laughs> never really be like wall. Yeah, lol. Which, it's to like, be fair, Red Gyarados looks dope, too. He but... looks dope, but I already had one. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> so it's like, like why? Womp, why? Why do you do this to me, game? What did I ever do? <laughs> I just thought, I always thought that was funny. That's like that's my bad beat catching a shiny story. That's funny. Uh, the only game I've caught a shiny in is X and Y. Um, or Y is what the one I had. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. It was some dumb trash Pokemon that showed up in the the hordes that would show up. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I just I just screw around forever to catch that thing. Yeah, because that was like um, an actual. That was how you farm shinies in that yeah. game, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. I, and I just ran across one, but I was super pumped because I got it, and I'm like, sweet, I got a shiny, and I was able to go on to like the market, mm-hmm. and uh, trade it for whatever the hell I wanted. <laughs> yep. Because it, because it was a shiny. It didn't matter what it was. It was just a shiny. I wish something like that existed in Sword Shield. I would actually like to trade some of my shinies away yeah. from like, the really rare Pokeballs. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'm, that's currently my methodology for blinging out my Pokemon. Ever since... Um, the Pokeballs. <laughs> yeah, ever since Soul Silver, where I yeah. was like, I'm, like, I'm just going to catch all these Pokemon in, in, in Dusk Balls because I like the, the shadowy thing that pops out when you do it. Yep. It's like, that's just how I like to do my Pokemon. Like, I have... An and, now everything's in a, and now everything's in a Dusk Ball because you get it from... Whatever. From the under... Or the, the raids. So, <laughs> the and that's the best ball. <laughs> I've actually, I've done some stupid shit where, like, I specifically wanted to catch a shiny Grim... I've encountered three shiny Grimstarls. Jeez. I have exclusively thrown Premier Balls at them. To try to catch them? Because I want to catch them in a white Pokeball because they have white fur. Oh, yeah, I hear you. So That's like, kind of cool. Like, they're white with the with uh, pink skin, and yeah. I want to have them in a white ball with red highlights right yeah. i've never successfully caught a shiny <laughs> <laughs> three, three for three perfect I mean, record three for, three for three for failing which is yeah. like but it's like i don't i don't care about shiny pokemon to enough of a degree where i'm going to it's like i'm like i'm gonna throw a master ball at all of them right like oh, yeah. for the most part you're just like it's just like well i'll just pull that master ball off one of the hack pokemon i got and throw it at him Exactly, right? Like, you know, I, I have, like, three shinies that I caught with the Master Ball. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mo- most of them I just I choose to catch in a specific ball because I, I want the ball to represent what the color they are, you know? Like, I specifically caught an Alolan Ninetales shiny in a Premier Ball because it's a white Pokemon and a white ball, and I like my Pokemon to match their balls and shit, mm-hmm. you know? Obviously, I use that for breeding, and the, the one I'm actually going to use still in a Premier Ball isn't actually shiny mm-hmm. but you know it's still a white pokemon in a white ball yeah 
that that's the real way to bling out and like show that you're truly going deep uh, is to to figure that out like i mean i, mean, I have Oops. I was like, I have an Eevee in a love ball, and it is my intention to breed that Eevee if I'm gonna ever make Eevee ev- evolutions mm-hmm. into love balls. So all my evolutions have love balls, which is just gonna be really cool in my opinion. All right, fair enough. I'd like to make an evolution team, but not that it'd be good. I just like e- I just I just like Eevee a lot. Some of them are okay. I mean, some of them are solidly acceptable, right? I, I need to... First, I have, I've been thinking about this Actually, lately. I do, I do have an evolution on my team. Never mind. Yeah, you have Sylveon, don't you? Yeah, I do. Because that was your whole slowly getting into a state of hating your existence. Yeah, because apparently EVs have like a 12% chance to be female or something like that. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. That is stupid, especially for Eevee. Which is just like you'd think of yeah. all the Pokemon that would be female dominant, it would be that one. Yeah, like I feel, I, it feels like it should be harder to find something to poke it than like the other <laughs> way around. I mean, it's it's like uh, it's the Popplio Primarina line where it's like mm-hmm. it's literally a ballerina, twelve mm-hmm. percent chance of being female. Jeez. And obviously, there are male female male ballerinas in the world, or. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know if they're actually called ballerinas, but there's men who do ballet. Yeah, they're okay. But I'm just saying that equation should be flipped because there's definitely nine women to every one man who actually is yeah. in ballet. Like, there's like one male lead, yeah. and the rest are females dancing around. So. I'm guessing it's because it's a starter. I think starters have different male to female ratios. All starters have that male female ratio, which Why? is. <laughs> do you want to know the actual answer? Yeah. Because in. Uh, gens two and three, the mm-hmm. only way to have a um, IV higher than fifteen was to be male. Why? Because that's just how they coded it. Man, those games were just held together by duct tape. Yeah, like they coded it where the males would have higher EVs in uh, at least their attack stats than the females. Uh-huh. And so, uh, be, and because when you're playing the game normally, by you know, as, as or as a kid, you know, the attacks is all you give a shit about. So yeah. they wanted to make sure you could actually kill your opponent's Pokemon. You know, like so you, everyone's running around with glass cannons, but your yeah. IV is going to be higher as a result. Yeah, that's something I actually learned from uh, speed running because that was a when they were when they do like Gen two and possibly Gen three minips, they specifically minip to make sure they get a male Pokemon so their yeah. attack stat will be as high as they need to be. Hmm. Weird. I don't know. None of this stuff makes sense. <laughs> uh. I just... It always amazes me how much how much more I know about Pokemon than I think I do. There's a lot of weird stuff in Pokemon, we'll just say that. There's a lot of weird stuff in Pokemon. And I'm just like... You know, I know a lot about Pokemon from the speedrunning side. I know a lot about Pokemon from watching the competitive side. Obviously, like, I'm, like, going off the deep end in the breeding side, which, like, technically is competitive, but not really when I'm breeding Poplios for no seemingly reason. <laughs> Just, like, doing it, man. Like, I'm sad some of these are, like, really ugly. I was just, like, man, I'm, like, I wonder what a shiny, like, Pidgeot looks like. I don't actually know if I've ever seen one. Not very good. 
Pidgey. It's like yellow tinted. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. But yeah, so. Oh yeah, Pidgey's not in Gen Eight. I could click on Gen Eight instead. So this this wasn't specifically about Pokemon, but we talked nothing about Pokemon <laughs> or it, only about Pokemon. Sorry. Only for the first half hour. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's, you go. You go. No, no, you you go for it. Sorry. I was just gonna say where the actual original concept of this came from. So yeah, go for it. Yeah, if you if you no, you I had more, no thought. I was you, just gonna all right. say things. You had nothing more to say about Pokemon. <laughs> Not a thing. Here's something to say about Pokemon: Gen One and Gen Two shinies suck. Yeah. Like seventy percent of them suck. Yeah, they basically do. Way too many of them are green. Yeah, they're like green or like yellow e ish yeah. yeah also shout out to uh shiny charizard for changing between gen 2 and gen 3 did it he used to be he was a purplish green in gen 2 shiny oh yeah purple and green and then they changed him to the black and red the black because they wanted to make him look not shit because they're like, well, this guy's really, like, one of our big sellers. Maybe we should make him look not awful. Yeah, they're like, you know, a lot of people really like this one. Maybe we should not make it look like shit. It's like, <laughs> Maybe... I don't know. I like the purple and green, personally. <laughs> you would. Uh, of course I would. Uh, the, um, uh, the G-Max version shiny looks like it calls back, doesn't it? Uh, I gotta scroll all the way down real quick. I'm on Cerebi. Ah, uh, yeah, the the G Max one calls back to it. That's why he's he. It's it's less of a true callback because it is just his like black yeah. being purpley colored because he's Gigantamax. But I do like how it actually. Sh it's mm -hmm. like that is clearly a purple, like, yeah. right? That is if you look at it in game or in like his pictures, that is no longer a black shiny Charizard. That is a yeah. purple shiny Charizard. Yeah, which I think is dope. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's got to be all about what you're about so yeah but all right so you were talking about where this kind of came from or something oh yeah so, so this actually came from magic shocking i know yeah. uh who talks my, about magic yeah my i was talking to my brother last night because um one of my sisters bought him uh a giant old collection of magic cards from some guy who apparently went blind and couldn't play anymore Okay. And he really like I said that was really weird, and he thinks it's weird that I think it's weird, but I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> I'll allow it. All right, but uh, so we're pretty sure that the guy like sold most of his expensive cards, and my brother just got the bulk. My brother's still excited about it, right? I mean, here's the deal: getting a big box of cards, whether it's good or garbage, is awesome. Right? It just it's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it actually, just feels it's just cool. He he actually ended up getting one foil from back in Scourge called Whipquarter, mm -hmm. which is the first met. Excuse me, uh, the first Magic card flavor text that actually stuck in my head and has never left it. No, it's his Bolas world like the galaxies, but it is his enemies who see stars. Hmm. It's a white white two two with with white tap tap target creature, and it has morph. All right, savage. It's morph turn up is one. It is dope ass art too. Just saying. 
Uh, he show, he randomly showed me that he's like he's like this card looks weird. I'm like oh I know that card you know. Yeah. But um. He's like of course you do. Yeah, of course you know every card. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> but um, uh, he 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 randomly showed me a. I don't think it was Japanese. I think it was either Korean or Chinese because it wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't look Japanese language to me. But he's like. Where would anyone even get this? I'm like, I don't know. You buy it like you do any other magic card, you know? People just import foreign cards all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, why? I'm like, well, and I'm explaining to him, like, you know, not everyone chooses to bling out their magic decks by having them be foil. Mm-hmm. Some people choose to bling them out by having them be unique. You know, I've seen people with their entire deck is Japanese or in some cases entirely foil Japanese. Yeah. When they are like the biggest weebs imaginable. <laughs> I tend to see a lot of them in like in Legacy. It's kind of funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, you know, and that's actually where this entire concept came from. Where uh-huh. you know the the desire for people to show off, as it were, in yeah. in games in general. But it's it's much more noticeable in any sort of game with a uh, collectability aspect, i.e., Pokemon. You know, I mean, um, yeah. Actual Pokemon cards are really, really big on this. There's like 17 different rarities of Pokemon cards at this point. Like, yeah, just like 37 different types of treatments for the cards. And... Yeah, and like there are some that are like literally thousands of dollars right now from yeah. like the newest set because it is like a super rare foiling process. Yeah, you know, Magic. Magic has always been much more simple in that aspect. Like, you have your different mm-hmm. rarities, but it was always just, like, you either have a foil or a non-foil, mm-hmm. you know? And now Magic is branching also into that aspect where it's like, well, this is your, you know, standard foil, this is your non-foil, this is your extended art, this is your extended mm-hmm. art foil, this is your alt art, this is your altered foil. Yep. It's kind of overwhelming at this point. <laughs> but Yeah. But... but by the same metric... If you're someone who just likes regular everyday foils, there are so many options nowadays that that like the general normal everyday foil market has just tanked. Yeah, it's just dead, and it's crazy. Like there have been multiple instances this year when I've been like mm-hmm. looking at a card, and its foil was cheaper than its non-foil. Yeah. Because people just people are just trying to like dump their foils because a it's really hard to keep a foil in good condition, <laughs> and mm-hmm. b the market is just so saturated with it with the existence of collector boosters right now, mm-hmm. to where you know, like a a, fo- a a a foil of just a normal everyday common you're much much more likely to actually see them, you know even rares because collector boosters can have multiple rares like the ability to show off as it were with foils is just so much less than it used to be yeah and i've i've always kind of questioned people who do that anyways like there is a reason why the only entirely foiled up deck i have is my Cranko edh deck it's not because i like foils it's because i like goblins yeah exactly <laughs> and that was me showing off my dedication to goblins yep you know and yeah, there, there's there's some cards I've gotten like like about the only the only ones that I consistently do is I always get a regular end of foil Griffin. 
I, I get every printing of it I can get. Because they don't print that many. It's really, really easy. <laughs> it's not... It's not free, we'll say that. But well, in, in it's not. It's not like yeah. It's not like getting every single goblin in foil. Yeah, which I I'll be fair. I haven't worked on that in a while. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little behind on that, but I'm also just like a little behind on everything magic lately. But yeah, we both kind of suck. But also, there's some expensive ass goblins. Yeah, that's some of it too. Like the most expensive griffin is like, uh, like mist hollow griffin or something dumb like that. So. Yeah. It's like not too bad to get those. Actually, maybe boiled tethers or some tethers or something. But I mean, I, I, I feel like a, your primary issue at this point is just availability, though, isn't it? Uh that's kind of what I I run into usually is is availability issues. Um, just because I don't know most most of them are pretty easy to get now. But uh, some of the older ones, it can be tough to find. Like, uh, there was one griffin. Um, I'm not going to say I have a spreadsheet that I'm pulling up right now that tracks them all, but I may have a spreadsheet that, I'm, that tracks them all that I'm pulling up. Um, I'm actually, like, almost completely there. Uh, uh, one, one that I was not able to find for a long, long time uh, because... It just was like Channel Fireball just didn't have the card. Like they're like, yeah, this card just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, was a uh, Wild Griffin from Starter Two Thousand. <laughs> as weird as that sounds, like for the longest time, it just like was impossible to find. Just like they had Starter Ninety Nine, but not yeah. Two Thousand. I'm like looking. That is a thirty cent card. Yep. Did not exist. It did I could it just wasn't on there. And then I finally was able to get it when I am uh, kind of like started doing stuff differently. Um, but like I'm I, I'm just looking through my list of what I have in need right now and everything. And I have uh, every Griffin in its standard printing and its foil printing up to uh, fearless up to Zendikar uh, Zendikar Rising. I still need the Fearless Fledgling and its variants. Um, I have yet to find one of those in foil, unfortunately. So. Yeah, I have. The, I have. I think I have one of each. I think I actually opened a, a fearless fledging from some of my stuff, but I don't have any of the foils, which I'll have to get. Um, the only, and and you're gonna appreciate how difficult this will be. Um, the only griffin I am missing right now, before that, is a foil razorfoot griffin from seventh edition. It's kind of interesting. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like 7th edition was opened a lot. But se- the 7th edition foils are hard to get. Yeah. Like, they're always, like, um, look up a 7th edition Stormcrow. I don't, here's, Stormcrow's a freaking meme, but. But it's a meme, but it's, like, $600 oh last time I looked. God. Seven. I th- it, at least it was at one point. You said seventh edition. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Maybe, Light, maybe I'm wrong. And it and they lightly, it, lightly played twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Oh, okay. Still but like, stupid. there was a point. There was a point where it was like a couple hundred dollars. I'm uh, sure for it. Uh, and yeah, I don't think. I mean, that's the entire like. 
there's a big meme going on with Stormcrow, but yeah, like, it, I mean, people were still spending stupid amounts of money on it because of it. Yeah. So. God, I hate Channel Fireball's new freaking layout. Right, it's not good. <laughs> Can I point out that uh, the portal Starter 99 and Starter 2000 Wild Griffin has an ugly ass face? Does he? I gotta it remember is when hideous. I think I like that one. Uh, like, here's the thing. You want to know who does the art for it? Oh, I know, because I have... Uh, <laughs> I actually had a signed proof of it before. Yeah. Here's the um, thing. He punted on this one. I don't <laughs> care. What... <laughs> that thing does not have a beak. <laughs> I gotta look. I gotta go look at it now. Uh, Jeff Miracola, you don't listen to this. I love you. You literally did my favorite art of my favorite card of all time. My God, you did not do a good job. It's not that bad. You shut your mouth. It doesn't have a beach. Shut up. Get out of here. It looks like it would be like, hello there. My name is <laughs> no one likes you. Uh, but yeah, so like, yeah, like the only card, like that's, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that I derail this insanely. Yeah. But, um, so, like, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, though, like, I'm not trying to get these cards to, oh, my God, there's one available in Card Kingdom. How much? <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> not bad, actually. I think I have, I think I have that much credit. <laughs> Live <laughs> on air purchasing foil razor foot griffith seventh edition. Speaking of seventh edition, I don't know if you're aware, but Final Fortune is like spiking in price lately. Final Fortune is? Yep. It's like forty bucks right now. Oh shit, huh? I got like four of those. Yeah, I know. I've lost but... them. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna cost me like ten bucks to get it shipped too. Why? <laughs> Why would the Mirage be ten bucks less than the sixth edition? Oh, moderately played. That's why. Okay. Yeah, I just I just bought that live. <laughs> uh, nope. I'm like. I'm actually excited for you. So. Ah, uh, I'm I'm super happy. Actually, I've been waiting for that for a lot that card that card for a long time. But. <laughs> so. But. We take this very all right. seriously let's all right let, let's talk shit about people who buy foil cards now so, <laughs> but, so i don't know like i mean i think there's like you know with the the foils and things like that like there's there's multiple components to it like you know like the collecting of it is like you know my thing is is like collecting all printings of a griffin yeah you know like like that's my thing but like the thing I don't get is people who are like, all right, time to foil up my standard deck. The, the one time I've ever been like, all right, that's kind of funny, yeah. was when Manny decided to foil out his standard mono red deck. Because, <laughs> as he put it, it's so freaking cheap. It's like foiling out that deck cost him less than it would have been to trade for like a, a regular deck. 
and I thought it was just hilarious. He's just like, all right, we're just gonna go all in here. Yeah, I don't think he he like he he went on a terrible losing streak after it, which was kind of unfortunate. After yeah. he, like he put all like trade equity into that one deck, and then like a bunch of cards got banned from it, and like just uh, things went downhill for him from there. But like uh, that was one of the few times it's like, all right, I can appreciate foiling out that yeah. deck, right? It's like I wish I wish all the cards were in foil, like to foil out my legacy burn deck, mm-hmm. and then brag about it every time you play against somebody. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, tr- oh, all my yeah, like yeah. I'm just I just got my foil, my foil legacy deck here as they're like sitting across from you with like underground season shit that cost more than your entire foil deck. Yeah, you're just like, oh, tr- <laughs> like you just had you have twenty foil completely mismatched mountains. Yeah, completely mismatched from like completely different sets. Yeah, and, and like start- like you can't foil it out with like old border either. You have to foil it out with like M twenty. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is my uh, this is my OG Theros foil mountain. Yeah, oh, OG Theros. Yeah, <laughs> not the return. <laughs> uh, that's I mean that's one of my favorite things about my foil Cranko deck is the fact that none of the mountains match. Do none of them match? I love that. I, that's they're great. all foil mountains from various generations and everything. Mm. One of them has mountain crossed out and goblin written on it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I ever told that story on air, but uh, I, uh, a, fr- a friend of mine wanted something from me. He wanted to trade for something. Yeah. And it was only like a $1 or $2 card. I'm like, trade me literally any foil goblin and it's yours. Yeah. And he's like, okay. So like he like goes and starts asking everybody in the building if they have a foil goblin of any kind. Any kind. Like, right? literally, it's like goblin arsonist. Like, let's yeah. do this, right? <laughs> literally anything. No one has anything. Yep. So he comes back to me ten minutes later, and he's <laughs> like, will this work? And he shows me a foil mountain, but the mountain was crossed out in Sharpie, and goblin was written on it with quotation marks. I'm like, deal. You're like, sign <laughs> me up. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is going in my Cranko deck. <laughs> uh, love it man now i'm like missing the community and i'm sad <laughs> yeah i know it's like this whole like global pandemic bullshit is kind of awful and right. i'm kind of over it and i want to like <laughs> i want to like sit across from somebody and play cards again god i'm i just want to go to fnm again Why is yeah that so hard? <laughs> like, i don't know some decade all right back back on back all on right it ain't easy yeah, <laughs> easy. We got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've never. Ah, oh God, I I have a friend who, as soon as he gets into any deck in like modern, he immediately starts trading for foils. <laughs> and I'm always like, "Why are you doing that?" He's like, "He's like, well, I really like the deck." I'm like, "Do you? You've been playing it for two weeks. <laughs> are you still gonna like it in a month?" The, the, has he like sold a bunch of foil decks? Uh, he doesn't sell foil decks normally. He ends up like trading the stuff off for less than he traded it for because, you know, he starts playing the deck when it's super hype, and then he stops playing the deck when it's no longer hype. Uh, I think he he actually might have sold his entirely foiled out affinity deck. 
Like Jeez. the thing, the the Infinity deck was the one deck he foiled out that I actually told him, yes, do this, right? Because yeah. he'd been playing it for years. It made sense. Yeah. And then he ended up selling out because he like needed some cash. And it was really sad. But it's it's a, you you see it a lot in uh, EDH where someone decides that they really really want to build a new EDH commander deck, mm-hmm. and they immediately start trading for all the foils. And like, why are you before you even know if it like works or for yeah, you like, or not? It's, well, they're, they're like, this is the list I want. I need all these cards in foil. It's like, why? Like, obviously, there's copying a list from online, so like, it's going to be a decently built list, ideally. But it's like, yeah, how do you know you're going to enjoy it? Yeah, like, like that's my thought and stuff. It's like, how do you, like are you going to enjoy it? You know how long Krenko was non-foil until I started making it foil? A yeah. long time. I mean, mm-hmm. the Krenko itself was always foil because I mean, yeah. You know. Like let's be re- let's be real here. Foil crankos were cheaper than non-foil crankos because you literally could buy a deck with a foil cranko in it. So, <laughs> uh. but I mean that's the the furthest extent I'll normally go when it comes to foiling out a commander deck outside of cranko is I like having specifically my commander being foil. Yeah, you know because if I'm going to play a card as a commander. I might as well have the commander be foil. And then mm-hmm. even if I happen to like decide I don't want to play it anymore, it's really easy to ship a foil legendary creature, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just put it in your binder, someone will eventually want it. Yeah. And yeah, I I've, I've been able to ship like I that's usually what I've been doing now is just I keep the even the like, common on common foils you can ship them a lot of times even as bulk. Yeah. And yeah, it's just uh it's very it's very not all in from my aspect, Ron Farmer, right? Like, because mm-hmm. A, I don't really care about having my cards be foil most of the time. Mm-hmm. And B, at this point in Commander, having your deck be non foil is going to show off more about it than having it be foil, because foils are so common in Commander. Yeah. You know, like everyone, everyone wants to trade for all these foils because they think it's going to make their deck stand out and look unique. But in all actuality, it's all just going to blend together when everyone's everything is foil. You know, that's why I actually really, really like, um, I decided that for my Najila, my actual CEDH deck, uh, the entire deck is specifically non-foil promos of some variety, mm-hmm. whether it's, uh, like non-foil expeditions. I have a lot of extended art promos in there. I have a lot of like the box topper non-foils in there because, the, as a result, the cards look really... You know, I even have a bunch of um, secret lair cards in there because I have them, as well use them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, I'm making the deck stand out, showing that I'm putting work into making it look unique, but I'm not doing the standard thing of just make it foil to make it look unique. Mm-hmm. You know? And actually, yeah. I personally feel as if that's a really creative way of going about showing that I'm actually wanting to put work into it without it just being, like, the standard make it shiny. Yeah. I don't know. I like the I like what I was doing with my Stuffy Doll deck, which I just put, like, random foils in there. <laughs> so, like, I think my Stuffy Dolls were, like, three regular and one non-foil. It's casual, so I can do whatever the heck yeah, I want. Yeah, you can do whatever the hell you want. And, like, like I think the, I, I would change out some of the lands, uh... Whenever I'd get like I'd get like a foil still water cluster or is that what the one is the red one? Uh, no, not what, so swift water. water. Yeah, swift water cliffs. Swift water cliffs. And I'd like so I'd like oh I'll just take like an island and throw that in <laughs> and just do stuff like that. But then I also I suppose it's blinked because I have my signed tinkers in there. Yeah, you're, you're signed by Morrow t- tinkers. Yep. But 
Like, I, I don't know. Man, I know why, but I wish Tinker was legal in EDH. You, you know why. <laughs> Everybody knows why. Like, it's not that much different than a demonic tutor. Shut up. So here's the thing, right? You t- no, no, no. We're not. We're not. We're not going to have this discussion. You tinker I, I'm for your not light steel. I'm not going to allow you to make a fool of yourself. You tinker for your light steel. You have three different opponents, all of which who should ideally have some way of dealing with it. I am sure there is something ridiculous you can do with it that doesn't involve light steel. I'm sure there is too. Probably. Mycosynflatus is a magic card. It is a magic card. It is also not a magic card that is fun for anyone. <laughs> See, I just want to, like, tinker for... I just want to, like, tinker sacking my worm coil engine and get, like, a, a murder ball, right? That's all I want to do. I just want to do stupid stuff with it. I mean, that's all I wanted to do with it. I mean, I literally made a deck on uh, Forge when I was playing it that you would get four mana... You would... Oh, what was it? Did you need five mana? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you do. But basically, basically the goal was is you would... um. Uh, oh, no, you could do it on four mana. Or How much does madcap skills cost? Madcap? Four. Yeah, four? Okay. So you need... So the thing is, is you needed to cast a madcap skills. But, um... Uh, you'd play... You'd play a... a uh, you would... Must have been five minutes then, because you would uh, crop rotation one of your lands into a glacial chasm, and then madcap skills into an eon hub. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then um, uh, the last iteration of the deck I had, because I was trying to find win conditions for it, because that was really hard. Um, uh, is you or so then you would you would you would use stasis and lock lock people out, and then skip your upkeep so you wouldn't have to pay for it. Um. And then, uh, I don't remember what the deck did, but basically, I think it used Jace to, um, like, just mill them, like, two cards at a time or something dumb like that. Was Madcap skills for a Platinum Imperium not good enough on Forge or something, or? Um, I think I did that. I think that was a backup plan in the deck. The 8-8, um, your life total can't change, was the backup plan. <laughs> so, if you want to be boring... That's fine. Mind you, 8-8, your life total can't change, literally does the job of both the Eon Hub and the Glacial Chasm at the same time. Who let you into this podcast? Like, why are you talking? (laughs) (laughs) And kills your opponent in four hits. That sounds like no fun when you could literally just stasis them out (laughs) with, like, seven cards. (laughs) That is how I want to play my magic. <laughs> this is why I am necessary to exist for your brewing. No, you're not. If I, if I wanted to win games, yeah, but not even. I'm not even talking about winning games. I'm saying about reducing your 17 card combo to a one card combo. Here's the thing, though. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The whole goal is to make a deck with Eon Hub. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you need madcap for that though? Uh, you could you could just madcap into it then. Yeah, that's a nice thing. Uh, because <laughs> because also because also Erlan, you could just pay the life from um, uh, glacial. Uh, glacial chasm, 
And I think the deck ran four Ancient Tombs, and they deal damage, I believe, so yep. it would just cancel that out. But that's the sick tech, so... Uh-huh. Try to, like, I want to pull it up on Forge now because I was building that deck, and it was just... It was, it was fun because the Aeon Forge was not good enough to handle anything, but... Crop rotation <laughs> for Glacial Chasm, crop rotation for Aeon Hub. No, it's Madcap. Mad, sorry. Madcap. Madcap's yeah. gonna get it right. I like how it's not even like tinker for it. So I was trying Mad to make Cap it I was trying to make it legal. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. that was the only reason. Uh, so otherwise, yeah, I would, I would easily tinker for it. So you weren't running a twenty seven mox mana base or anything like that? No, 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 I wasn't doing that. This was this was uh technically vintage legal, I believe. Right. So I mean, you can play a single tinker vintage. Or legacy legal, maybe then. Okay. Whatever it was, it was bad, but it was fun because it because oh, yeah. it, it had infinite stasis, and that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> that's the real thing. You didn't want to build a deck around Eon Hub. You wanted to build a deck around stasis. I think that is actually more of what it was, but and Eon Hub let you do that. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, we, <laughs> we kind of got off the rails, but we probably could wrap this one up here. That was just our closing discussion is all that was. That was That's fine. all that was. All right, cool. Well, um, if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send an email to thelocomed at gmail.com. Uh, catch us on Twitter at thelocomedapc. Uh, you can go to thelocomedapc.com to uh, find the Discord, and you can come and uh, share sweet brews with Eon Hub uh, or whatever in there. Uh, and then there's also a link to our Patreon. You can send us a buck and make us happy. All right. John, anything else before we wrap this one up? I'm good. You're good. <laughs> no, there's nothing else to say. All right. We will catch you next time.